Welcome to Talk Employment to Me by KLC, the pod where common sense meets useful advice. Another week and another episode. I'm your host, Stephanie Berry, together with Chris Sacco and Jared Sacco. Join us for new episodes every Friday at 3 p.m. So sit back, listen, and let's get started. Happy Friday, team, and welcome to Talk Employment to Me by KLC. In the words of Chris Sacco, it's either a fry yay or a cry day. Friday, cry day. Chris, are you having a fry yay or a Friday, cry day today? I'm having a fry yay. It's been a great start to the day. The sun is shining. There should be no tears today. Let there be no tears. You're caffeinated and ready to go. The weekend is almost here. Absolutely. We've got um, Jared still MIA, so in his absence, the lovely Moksha's joined us again, and I really hope you've got some other teddy bear picnic stories in your repertoire, Moksha, because that might be my favourite podcast moment today. <laughs> Welcome. Good morning. Well, I, I think I made you. I'll have to dig deep. I'll find something. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have faith. I have faith. I don't know how you're going to work it into the story this week, because Ash, our lovely... Um, marketing guru Ash has um, sent a request through of a topic to talk about today which is a very interesting one. I know both Chris and I have in our KLC journey we have had we have had this happen and so it'd be interesting to, to talk through I suppose you know some of the the pros and cons and 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 why organizations may or may not do it and that's the boomerang effect which um, for those that don't know, no, it's not me in my backyard trying to learn how to throw a boomerang and doing it poorly. Um, it is actually the practice of rehiring former employees. So I, I suppose maybe Chris, if I can pick your Friday, Friday brain, what for you as a business owner, what are some of the benefits or perks of rehiring a former employee um, that boomerang effect of them leaving and coming back hmm. so I, I think I could I'll I could talk around in circles on this one because because I can so what are some of the benefits of getting somebody back why did they leave in the first place but that's not the question okay <laughs> getting, somebody, getting somebody back they know the culture so they you know maybe they left because they thought the grass is greener because it often is appealing to to leave to go for more flexibility more money a nicer team you know more social they're all the things that are promised but actually it's not really what they wanted and they want to come back so when they come back for the second time they go actually this is exactly what i wanted so benefits in that maybe maybe they've gone to learn a new skill acquire some more depth of their knowledge and they bring that back that's great that would be great um, to get them back why did they leave in the first place sorry did I say that already okay we'll come back not, to that. not the question maybe I should have maybe I should have painted the picture for you of they are I mean let's let's be serious let's be honest the chances of an organization rehiring a former employee if they left on bad terms or they were a poor performer not gonna happen why would you do that not gonna happen so we are probably talking here about the creme de la creme, for lack of a nicer phrase, or better phrase. We're talking about people who, and I know we've talked about this in other podcasts, but people who have quit the right way, who have resigned the right way. And that there's the benefit in doing that is that you do keep that door open. And again, in my journey, I've had people who have resigned the right way and people who have done it the wrong way. And 
there is a right and wrong way to do it, as silly as that sounds. So this is a creme de la creme employee who's resigned the right way, the relationship is still intact, and they were a high performer. Chris, that's there's the picture. Yeah. <laughs> I probably I know. I should do that. <laughs> and look, and we, we at KLC have taken people back, so it's not like that's a problem. I think the problem is I, I, you've got to manage that expectation because we're dealing with humans, and I'm a human. I, I actually can't leave KLC without it, me closing the doors. Everybody else has the option of leaving. Um, and we all have a growth. Um, gr- we all have growth plates. And when KLC can't give you that anymore, you need to move. So we can bring somebody back. You bring them back with the anticipation and the knowingness that at some point they're going to hit their ceiling again and they might just leave. So that's a risk that you take. But the benefits of bringing somebody back is that they do know the business. They do know you. They choose to come back because they like the culture. Um, you bring them back because they're going to add back to your culture. You know, they're going to have knowledge. They're going to know your clients. They're going to know all your values. They're all the reasons why we brought people back, you know. We love them. We miss them. Um, and they're great for us for, for the period of time that they come back. They're a known commodity, aren't they? So you also know what you're getting versus hiring someone that you haven't worked with before and you don't know a lot about that obviously as recruiters, I would back us in our recruitment process and being thorough and understanding what it is that we need and what we're looking for. But they're also a known commodity and I think that takes some of that I don't know, the unknown out of, is this person going to be the right cultural fit? We think so, but until they're out on the floor with the team, do we know that? So there are benefits. I suppose, Moksha, for for you, what could you perceive, we've kind of talked about it, but what could you maybe perceive as, as an employee as some of the challenges of re-entering uh, uh, an organisation that you've worked with before? I think that if I could start with a positive, I actually have re-entered a workplace after having left. And tell us I more. That tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wanted to say that I can I can really relate to what Chris is saying because I think that when you leave a role, you have expectations of what you think your next role will hold for you. And sometimes you come to that realization that the reality does not meet those expectations. Yeah. And you almost filter back down to, to real life. And you, you gain this new sort of perspective of gratefulness, I think, for what you had. And then when you re-enter that workplace, your intentions are clearer your motivation is is higher, you feel a bit more driven because you sort of, you know, as a parent, I guess you have to let your children fly free in the world and and learn lessons for themselves. It's almost the same, like you have to let yourself fly free a bit and and test yourself and test the waters. And then sometimes you do go back into your workplace because you know that actually that was really good for me and that was was your reality and that was, you know, it worked for you. So um, I just wanted to, reflect on what Chris said that I, I do think that hundred um, percent there are so many advantages um, of, of re-entering but um, any challenges that it might bring I think that sometimes as Chris mentioned your reason for leaving is really important to question sometimes your reason for leaving could be something that doesn't necessarily change once you're back 
um, you might not necessarily have a pay rise, you might not necessarily be able to get the promotion you wanted, you might not necessarily be able to step into a position that you um, wanted previously. So sometimes setting yourself some, not rules, but you know, I can only imagine that you have somewhere you want to be and that might not happen overnight. So that might cause a bit of disruption when that employee can re-enter. Um, does that make sense? Am I making sense? Yeah. Um, to me, you are, Moksha, because I, I want to probably add on that. You know, when the other the other things to consider that when you've gone away for a little while and you come back in and you're going to be grateful to come back in, the things that you need to take into consideration if you're the employee is where do I slot back in? Because it's probably not the mm. same spot that you fell out of because while you've been away, mm. somebody else has either progressed, somebody else has had an opportunity. So things like reporting lines might change or, you know, so, so what you think is going to be perfect because you love that company probably feels a little bit different. So yeah. there's lots of considerations. Um, you might be forever grateful for the, for that opportunity, but it's, it's going to look different. Yeah, absolutely. And also, depending on how long you've been away, things have obviously moved on, like moved and changed within the company. So you have to accept a period of transition where you might need to retrain and you might need to um, become familiar with any new systems. I know that we've recently migrated to a new system, so I can't imagine leaving when we were on one and coming back when you know we were on another. It's a whole shift in mindset. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could be a lot of retraining involved too. I have to say from my perspective too, I think it's very, it's not maybe the most eloquent world, but it's very ballsy, I think. I'm very respectful of an employee who has left on good terms, has, for whatever reason, whether that be, you know, as you said, motivations around money or progression or just the grass being greener for whatever reason, and he's ballsy enough to say, actually, that wasn't what I expected it to be. I, I want to come back. And I assume that's not exactly how they say it. But I think that's a really good level of self-awareness too. That I think that would that's a humbling experience too, I think, as yeah. an employee. And as you said, Moksha, maybe does give you some of that like reflection, self-reflection of what what do I want to achieve? What are my, my goals? I need to maybe realign those and making sure that that organisation still can if you left for reasons X, Y, Z, are you still going to feel that way in two months' time if you rejoin this organisation? Or Mm -hmm. has the experience you had in leaving the organisation been enough to kind of change your motivations or shift that mindset slightly? So I think you have to be really aware of not just leaving and, and coming back and hoping things will be different, really think about why you left in the first place and can that organization like have you moved on from those reasons or are they still there in that pit in the pit of your stomach and are that in two months time are they going to bubble to the surface and we're going to be on this same kind of merry-go-round again because you you would be able to successfully resign from an organization once I think if you come back into an organization and you resign again after a short period of time because you weren't aware about what it was that you wanted. I do think that that bridge is going to be far harder to rebuild second time round. So I think Moxie made some good points there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Second time round will, could, would be, could be, should be some collateral damage. So yeah, that's something that you need to be aware of. The flip of that is, of course, you know, sometimes in a small business, 
you can't give people as a business owner you can't give people what they need to develop so you know together there's not nothing wrong with organizing or orchestrating an exit strategy to say go out for 12 months go join a company like abc soak up learn as much as you can about this industry this sector at this level and then come back there's there's a lot of merit in that there there's a huge amount of merit but you know that has to be executed really well the what's the risk of that the person that leaves never wants to come back because they've just found another yeah. utopia but that's okay i think if you're a savvy business owner you take those risks because you keep the relationships along the way as well i'm not yeah. against the boomerang effect it is all about the outcomes you know and measuring that i think that's the thing that we all learn lessons on yeah so, you know, and I think sure in- if you want to leave let's talk <laughs> I'm just going to sail straight past that. I think um, I I think especially in today's market too, when we're at, you know, some of the lowest employment rates we've ever seen, it is a incredibly tight candidate market. And so more now than ever, I think who you know, who you've worked with in the past, you know, your networks, and those may be past, past employers. I think that those are actually really, really important to what your journey looks like. And so on the flip side for employers, you are, when you're looking to bring someone into the business or back into the business, it there isn't a lot of available, ready, highly qualified talent. So it might be something, the, the boomerang effect might be something once upon a time that you would have said, nah, never doing it. They left, never doing it. But I think, again, like everything, for the right person in the right circumstances where you've got that relationship and you can have, because I think you'd have to have some pretty open and frank conversations before that person came back into the business. So you're both aware of, yeah, you're both aware of kind of what your expectations are. But I actually think as an employer, more now more than ever, that's something that you really need to consider because otherwise, you know, there's just not the available talent ready and raring to go that that there was five ten years ago so maybe that's a strategy you have to look at to make sure that you've got the best talent and maybe Mm. maybe your own if you're the employer your own uh pride or your own bravado is something that you have to kind of park to the side if you if they did leave on good terms and they were a stellar employee maybe that ego you might just have to swallow it a little bit and think about the bigger benefits to the business I don't know. Just just a thought. That's a tough pill. But yeah, it's true. It's true. Absolutely. Probably probably harsh, but look, I I mean, seriously, we live and breathe recruitment every day. We know that it is really tough right now to find good people. So I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice as an employer if you had a relationship with someone and they came kind of back to you saying, oh, this is the situation, are you open, blah, blah, blah. Again, have the right conversation, be very open, frank and transparent. Don't explore the opportunity. It may, it may not come to fruition, but I think you've at least got to sit down over a coffee and have the chat because otherwise I think you you could miss out on something. Um, but as you said, there's things to be aware of as well, things to think about. Do you know, I think from my learnings and my scar tissue, what I would do is 100% be open to conversations with ex-employees to come back and if I thought it was right I would probably go let's do this on a six-month contract because at the end of that time if it's not right for either party we had an exit clause 
the scar tissue doesn't open again Um, and that might be the best way to do it because you know uh, again as a passionate business owner gee it hurts when somebody leaves a fold um, and, and you get flirted with when they want to come back and when they leave you again it's just like a it's just like a bust up it's, you know nobody likes to lose a friend it's like a prenup in a marriage if you give them a six month out clause <laughs> like, you know, I, like I no, no one's it. harmed if it doesn't work out we all leave and you get your part and I get my part yeah. and we leave with what we came with and everyone's happy <laughs> And I, I always say there's like countries in Europe who get married for seven years and then at the end of the seven years they decide whether they want to go again for another seven years. That's a great <laughs> exit point. You know, maybe, I, did maybe not know, know. I did not know that. Did you know that, Moksha? Now, I think that's taking that seven-year itch to a whole other level. That's incredible. But, but this is the thing, the seven-year itch. If you can't grow together, you grow apart. So at the seven years, you sit at the t- table and go, well, that was fun. You can get, you can keep the kids. I'm out. Do you know what? Do you know why it's seven years? I'll give you a little scientific fact. Oh, Apparently, I'm here for it. I'm all, so here for it. All of, <laughs> Apparently, every seven years, we're in, we're our internal makeup is completely different so all of your cells and everything inside die and are recreated every seven years so you're literally a different person every seven years okay i'm just getting my calculator there out i want to see how many times i've reinvented <laughs> okay that's a big number well i think i think that means i've just upped for my second seven year enlistment in my marriage then so so. (laughs) i think there's a whole market in the seven-year marriage contract yeah why didn't anyone tell me that like a year ago i would have thought more about it (laughs) i think i told you but you were still in love oh not saying you're not now (laughs) hi nick if you're listening love you (laughs) love you nick you're the best (laughs) oh dear Oh, well, I mean, it was no teddy bear picnic, Mulcha, but you threw in some scientific no. facts. So look at you go. You surprise me every time. Yeah. Just wait wait for the next one. Oh, Chris has broken her calculator. She's still trying to work out how many times she's, her cells have reinvented A lot. A lot. Thank you so much, guys. As always, it was a blast. And we will see you all again next week on Talk Employment to Me by KLC. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Talk Employment to Me by KLC. Remember, the advice shared on the Talk Employment to Me podcast is general advice only. For specific advice, reach out to Stephanie, Chris and Jared or the whole KLC team. That's all for this episode. See you next Friday.